0: Morning, everyone. It's often an informal, <clears throat> an informal talk and not an official let's recite everything ahead of time talk. Uh, this is the end of the recession we call the inquiring heart. And part of the intention of that is that people could inquire below the surface, below the, the apparent appearance of things, find their own. Inner strength, and then walk. Often I get up at night to go to the restroom, and I do it with my eyes closed. My experience is you take a step, you raise your foot, and you don't know what's below. There's just darkness. And then you step, and suddenly there's a floor. And you raise the other foot, and there's just darkness. There's nothing around. and you step, and suddenly there's a floor. And I think that's the same way that our lives often unfold, is that we don't know what's going to come next. We don't know. But with confidence, we take a step, and there something, something is, appears, something supports us. And then we look around, and we say, is there something for me to do here? Or if we sit in one place, then things will swirl around us. So I hope that this uh, session was uh, inspiring. I hope that people felt touched touched by it, learned something from it, can go forward with confidence with it. And we are very fortunate to have the Venerable Ms. Monial. Mrs. Monial. She's going to talk for a while this morning. That's my, my piece. This is your piece now.
1: (laughs) So even though this is an informal talk, Roshi asked me to prepare something. So I did prepare a talk.
0: This is an informally prepared talk.
1: (laughs) He said this is an informally prepared talk. So um, perhaps the other side of what Roshi was just talking about is what I want to talk about, which is, of course, the other side of the same experience. Um, so the experience of not knowing what will come next, uh, and then there's an experience of letting go of what has come before. So we often hold these two sort of imaginary lands in our in our minds. The story of me before, the story of the world before, and the story of me, the story of the world to come. And that's one small part of our present experience, but there's so much more here. And the ability to release those, uh, or at least not hold so tightly to those as the truth, Gives us the ability to enter the truth of now, which is the only place of refuge, the only place of real ease and satisfaction. So, I'd like to share um, a few quotes to start. There's a spiritual teacher that I really love to listen to, and in one of her talks, um, and maybe I'll have Kenya share that it's a short little five minute talk with a beautiful music and. Visual accompaniment um, at the end of my our talk here. I'll have him share that if you want to hear it. But, so in her talk, she mentions this quote. To know God is to live in a perpetual state of loss. To know God is to live in a perpetual state of loss. And then she changes the word, the word God to love. To know love is to live in a perpetual state of loss. And you could substitute any word there that you uh, resonate with. So to know truth, or to know ease, to know rest, to know beauty. So what if, just for this moment, we didn't try to hold on to anything? I didn't try to get anything, or change anything, or make anything happen. What if just for this moment we didn't have a past? We didn't know the future. Like two black holes. Two empty spaces behind and in front of us. Perhaps you can feel the relaxation of that, the immediacy, the intimacy of that losing, of that letting go. So this is what our practice is about, simply put, loss, loss. And it's literally that easy, that simple. And it certainly doesn't mean that we don't do anything. Acceptance doesn't mean that we just sit here. Actually, when we come from this um, place of being, of accepting, um, beneficial thought beneficial speech beneficial action is much more likely to come forth because we're not holding to some idea of how it should be or how we need it to be or how we want it to be in order for us to be happy or to be satisfied because we have uh, we are we are knowing that we are already satisfied and this is a beautiful practice. I love to make, the, make satisfaction into a practice. So um, just to ask, can I be satisfied right now, even for a moment, with things exactly as they are? And even just a, just a moment of touching into satisfaction can make a world of difference in our life. Should I keep going? Okay. <laughs> so, I, whenever there is agitation, whenever there is depression, whenever there is resistance or frustration of any kind, um, we can ask ourselves, what are we adding? What am I thinking and wanting? And what if there isn't a problem? This is a great question. I I practice with this question. What if there isn't a problem? What if this is enough? And that includes our agitation and our depression and our anxiety and our frustration. So one misunderstanding or one um, difficulty that we often have is we think that if we are practicing well, we won't have fear or anxiety or depression or irritation or anger. And so we unconsciously sometimes... uh, criticize ourselves and try to push those things away. But the orientation of this practice of satisfaction is one of inclusion, one of welcoming. So when we learn, as we keep practicing presence, we learn to go towards that anxiety, towards that friction, and investigate it, and welcome it, and even love it. What is it made of? What does it want? What does it feel like in the body? What is its cause? So the teacher that I mentioned, um, who brought forth these quotes, to know God is to live in a perpetual state of loss, to know love is to live in a perpetual state of loss, she then goes on to say, That to know love is, she goes on to say that loss and giving are two sides of the same coin. That when we can lose, when we can let go of what we're holding on to, then we can give. Then giving happens naturally. So then she says, to know love is to live in a perpetual state of giving. Perpetual state of giving. And so this is not so much something that we do, like try to love or try to give, um, but it's more of a recognition of what's already happening when we let go. That love is what we are when we come back to ourselves. An all-inclusive love, not a dualistic love, not love as, a, as opposed to hate, but love that includes hate. Um, I'll read a quote by Kodo Sawaki Roshi, who is perhaps one of the most influential Zen teachers of the 20th century. Um, if you haven't heard of him, Homeless Kodo, highly recommend his teaching. He says, heaven and earth give themselves. Air, water, plants, animals, and humans give themselves to each other. It is in this giving ourselves to each other that we actually live. Whether you appreciate it or not, it's true. So it's happening. We, The floor is just giving itself to us, the cushion, the, the 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 air, the everything is giving itself to us constantly. We're in turn giving ourselves to it. You know, I don't. I won't say that. <laughs> we're always giving. I was going to use the example of you know going pee. You know, it's like we're always. It's always giving and um, giving, and all all we have to do is sort of recognize that in. Um, appreciate that. We are always supported. And in turn, we are always supporting. Kodo Sawaki Roshi also says, Losing is Satori. Satori is the word for awakening. Losing is Satori. Winning is illusion. So when we let go of our agenda, when we open we become available to give what's needed, to turn on a dime, to bend and flex and transform in our own unique way, however this life calls us, moment by moment. We can love the world. We can give ourselves to the world. And When someone reaches out for our hand, we can take it. We can give it. Because we have nothing to fear. We have nothing to fear because our job is to receive it all. Receive it all. So this is why we sit to practice this, to recognize this. This is why we listen to Dharma and read Dharma. This is why we do sashin. This is why we practice inquiry, concentration, kindness so that we can actualize the truth of this giving so we can appreciate the truth of this giving. I could read some more quotes but maybe that's sufficient. So
0: you So what if we do all this? So what?
1: Well, here it is. So what? So then. Why,
0: why do all this work? Why do all this receiving and giving and losing and all that stuff if this is just the news? What, well, so what?
1: it's not that we're. I'm saying it's not that we're doing it. It's that we're recognizing what we already are. And so in that recognition, there's a deep kind of relaxation. There's a kind of um, freedom.
0: So why do this Shin thing? Why have this whole business? I mean, you know. Well, it's, it's all, all about extra. relief
1: of suffering. Yeah. It's all about. I mean, human beings are. We, we are lovers of happiness. We are lovers of freedom. That's, that's what we want. That's what that, the fruition is love and freedom and happiness. And so everything, actually everything we do is in service of that. And often we get misguided and we think that something will bring us to that which actually doesn't. I mean, it's, it's not for an end. It's for itself. For the love of itself.
0: So uh, this word lost, yeah. you know, I lost my money, I lost my dog, I lost my mind, I lost the sweepstakes. I mean, that that's, doesn't sound very um, uh, for the love of losing.
1: Well, it's the, it's the freedom of not holding on. I mean, holding on hurts. It's like you feel it in the body. It's like um, tight. <laughs> and uh, when we are able to lose willingly, then um, we can relax, we can enjoy.
0: So what do you have that you're going to be losing?
1: We'll lose everything. My body.
0: What do you have? What's well, yours already?
1: fundamentally, I have nothing.
0: Then what are you going to lose? That's right. So why are we doing all this?
1: Well, to help people see that.
0: To help people see that they are going to lose the fact that they have nothing to lose?
1: To help people see that they have nothing to lose.
0: All these people have nothing to lose? Yes. Satisfaction prevails.
1: Shall we open it up? Well,
0: let's keep keep going for a minute. Yeah. Satisfaction prevails. That's the bottom line.
1: That's the bottom line if it's seen. If it's felt.
0: And is it possible to see it? Is it possible to say, I am my dissatisfaction? I'm going to see satisfaction?
1: I think it's possible to become it.
0: Mm-hmm. So, anybody have any uh, other questions for the Venerable Sinead? Thank you, Ms. Monial, for, help, for helping lead the retreat. Thanks yes. For talking this morning. Thank you. Pleasure working with you. Thank you. I hope we all have that pleasure again. Okay.
1: Thank you all for coming <clears throat> beautiful to practice together.